This is the message from Connection Community Church for Sunday, February 4th, 2024. Nothing too big, nothing too small. That's quite a video, wasn't it? Yeah, good morning, Connection Church. Here in the sanctuary, there at home, glorious day to be part of God's creation. Amen? Amen. Amen. And it's only going to get better. Yeah. Good morning, Connection. My name is Carrie Jones. Uh, I'm Alan Jones. And we are two sinners who have been saved by the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's great to be with you today. Wow. So um, without going into much detail, at one o'clock, a team of eight, we are leaving today and um, doing some important work for the next week far away. And uh, we thank you ahead of time for your prayers. But that video just reminds us how big God is and how big the world is. Yet we are connected by the blood of Christ. And that's such a beautiful thing. So we thank you ahead of time for the prayers on our behalf. Pastor Barb Bauer is going to speak next week. She's got an awesome message planned and we will see you the following week. All right, let's pray. Almighty God, we thank you so much for being here together today as we sang, it is well with my soul. Lord, we can say that even in the midst of um, the ups and the downs and the ins and the outs and turmoil and chaos or just doing life because of you, it is well with our soul because our soul is based on the foundation of you, not of our circumstances, not of anything else. It's you. So thank you. Settle us in right here, those joining online. Remove distractions so that we can give you um, our attention. We thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So I'm going to do a little experiment this morning. So it'll be interesting to see the comparison to first service. How many see this glass as half empty? All right. It's, a, it's the same response as first service. One person. Not too many pessimists here. One. How many see it as half full? Yeah. You ever hear of the comedian, uh, the late comedian George Carlin? He says he sees a glass that's twice as big as it needs to be. Because, <laughs> you know, here's the thing. He, he, there's, a lot of, uh, there's a lot of wisdom in what he's saying because it, it's only half, half empty or half full based on the size of the glass. You pick the right size glass, it's always going to be full, isn't it? If you pick the right size glass, that's a good thing to remember in life. Pick the right size glass. There you go. Of course, today we are talking about much, much more than two glasses and some water. We are talking about being satisfied with what we have. Living in a state of being content. It's 
Sometimes, do we struggle with being content at times? I, I think from time to time, we all do. But we're talking about being satisfied with what we have, what we've been given, and even what God does in our lives to be satisfied. We're talking about being filled and fulfilled. Filled and fulfilled. We're talking about life. Life happens, life is complicated, life is good, life is everything. And we're talking about seeing life with a glass that's full. Having a full heart rather than a spirit of discontent. God wants us to get every th single thing we can out of every day. Take a breath. That's a gift. That's a gift from God. Uh, you getting up in the morning, you getting here today, everything we have, it's a gift from God. God wants us to call on him so that we can see life with a glass that, like it's full, not empty. So often we see life or our situation and it's like empty, empty, we need more and more. And God can fill us up and give us what we need. So here's the thing. Is there any, anything too big for God? Is there anything too big? No. Sometimes we think there is, but there is nothing too big for God. Take a look at Jeremiah 32, verse 17. O sovereign Lord, you made the heavens and earth by your strong hand and powerful arm. Say the rest with me. Nothing is too hard for you. Yeah. Say it one more time. Nothing, Nothing is, is too hard, hard for you. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's too hard. Nothing is too big for God. There's no glass so big God can't fill it. Amen? Yeah. I was looking through Genesis 1 in preparation for this morning. I, I love Gen the book of Genesis. That's just, it's our story. It has different names in it, but it's our story. Yeah. And I especially love Genesis 1, you know, where God, with, with a word, God creates. Uh, creates the heavens and the earth, creates light, separates it from darkness, separates the land from the waters, and then with a word, creates all the vegetation. <laughs> he, did, he did all that in just three days. Hello. That's a good three days' work, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Genesis 1, chapter Genesis chapter 1, verses 14 through 19, New, New, New Living <laughs> Translation. <clears throat> then God said, let lights appear in the sky to separate the day from the night. Excuse me. Let them be signs to mark the seasons, days, and years. Let the lights in the sky shine down on the earth. And that is what happened. God made two great lights the larger one to govern the day and the smaller one to govern the night. He also made the stars. He set these lights in the sky to light up the earth, to govern the day and night, and to separate the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. And evening passed and morning came, marking the fourth day. Hmm. So did you hear that little thing right in the middle there? It, it, it wasn't, you could miss it if you weren't careful. It, 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 he also made the stars. You caught that? Yeah. Also, it, it's almost like a throwaway line. It's kind of an afterthought. It, it's, it would, oh, yeah. It'd be nice to throw a couple stars out there, wouldn't it? 
Five simple words, he made the stars. We did a little research on what, what he made the stars looks like. And first, there's the closest one, the sun, and we're all familiar with that, right? Or so we think. Do you know the sun is 93 million miles from Earth? That's a 93 million. The radius of the sun is 109 times that of the Earth. Its mass is 330,000 times that of the Earth. If you take all the stuff in the solar system, all the planets and all the stuff in the solar system, the sun makes up 99.86 of the total mass of the solar system. Volume of the sun is so huge that it could hold over a million Earths. And, and, and that's just one star in the sky, the one that's closest to us. The next closest star is called, when I was a kid, I thought they called this Alpha Centauri, but I think Alpha is actually a, a combo of like three stars. So the star that's, the, the big star there is Proxima Centauri. I won't ask you to say it. Proxima Centauri. And it's 4.2 light years from Earth. That doesn't seem like much, does it? 4.2. Until you consider that a light year is the distance light travels in a year and it's traveling at 186,000 miles a second. Hello. That's a lot of miles. And that's just the next closest after the sun. So one source we read um, from is that there's a star called UY Scuddy, and that is like the big daddy of stars. It has a volume that can fit over 5 billion of our suns. I mean, think about that. That's with a B. There's really. another star. It's called Sirius A. It's the brightest star in the Earth's sky with a luminosity of over 25 times of the sun. I mean, think about it. The sun is so bright. And this is farther away, and it's 25 times brighter. And that's just part of our galaxy, the Milky Way galaxy which estimates that it covers over 100,000 light years. One galaxy. The observable universe contains as many as an estimated 2 mil trillion galaxies. And overall, has as many as 10 to the 24th power stars. 10 to the 24th power. So we want to show you what this looks like. That's a lot. That's a lot. I mean. It was a lot just for Barry to put all those zeros on there. Good job, Barry. 10 to the 24th power. And the stars in the sky, think about sand in the ocean. 
or sand, you know. On the beach. I love my sand on the beach. There are more stars in the sky than sand on the beach. Grains of sand. Grains of sand on the beach. In the world. So we just want to use this visual because our mouth should drop. This is jaw dropping. And it's all God spoke. And I'm going to make a few stars. We read scripture and it's like God says, oh, I'm going to blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, okay, we miss it. We don't want you to miss how big, how amazing, how beyond words God's bigness is. Next time you're sitting on the beach, getting those feet in, just think of all, that's what boggles my mind, all the little tiny grains of sand in the world. And there's more stars and planetary things than those grains. I just, I, I can't fathom that. Can you? So if God, not if, God spoke all that into reality, there's nothing too big for God. That's the thing. There is nothing too big for God. No glass too big for God to fill. <laughs> and on the other hand, there's no glass that's too small. No glass is too small. In other words, God cares about the little things. The little things. He cares. Like when... Like when I've misplaced something, like, like the time I misplaced my wallet. I won't say I lost it. I, ju I just misplaced it. And, you know, I, I looked all the usual play. I looked on my bureau where I typically keep. I put on my desk. Sometimes it's there. I looked in the car where I, you know, sometimes take it out of my pocket and, and put it. And I, I looked, um, I looked, um, you know, even upstairs, we have this recliner, a dual recliner to watch TV. And I had sat there the night before. I thought, okay, maybe, maybe somehow it was in my pocket, slipped out, you know. And I reached down. You know how you reach down? But you're kind of afraid what you might find, right? But, but I reached down and no wallet. Now, a lot of times, I would kind of get upset, lose my temper, because you got to have your wallet, right? But I said, no, not this time. You know, another time I, I lost some keys and I prayed and God gave me the patience to find those keys. I said, all right, Lord, I, I, I pray. And I said, if I'm supposed to find my wallet, maybe God had plans for me not to find the wallet. If I'm supposed to find my wallet, please help me, direct me, guide me to where it is. And, and if I'm not supposed to find it, <laughs> Please help me to live without it. <laughs> Fair prayer, right? Yeah. It wasn't five minutes later. I'm, I'm not kidding. At five minutes, I was led to look back. And I'd reached down in that chair, but I was led to look. God led me to look back in that chair. I'd not look to feel in that chair. So instead of just going to here, I mean, I, uh, I, I started, I didn't feel in his I, he didn't say it, but I just feel, you got to go deeper. Oh, that'll preach. Got to go deeper. You get up to about there, and guess what? Wallet. 
It was resting, you know, all the junk in the chair, all those supports and all. It was resting on one of those metal supports. I, mean, I see you shaking your head. That's how I was. I, and I never would have thought to reach down that far. Un, I'm not going to say unbelievable, because with God, it's not unbelievable. Yeah, felt the while resting on the support. And, you know, it, God is there with us, even in the small stuff, even, even in wallets down in a chair resting on that metal support down there. Man, you know, it seemed like a small glass to me. <laughs> but God filled it just the same. See, because with God, size doesn't matter. He filled the glass to full. Actually, he filled it to overflow on that day. And it's important to thank God. <laughs> Amen. Once, once that kind of thing happens. And some of you might be thinking, you know, keys, wallets, whatever my ache or pain is or whatever my situation is, I don't want to bother God. God's got really big things to deal with. God, I don't want to annoy God. Uh, God's got things to do that are an, on a whole different scale. Well, that's not true. That's the enemy talking to you, wanting you to believe that. Because I think it probably annoys God when we don't go to him and trust him. It annoys God when, I'm paraphrasing for God, I should never speak for God, but God wants, wants us to know, I am here for you in the big things, in the little things, in the aches, in the pains, in the lost keys, in the disappointments, in the everything that we go through. What annoys him is to not go to him and trust him, in my opinion, in our opinion. And so we must. We must. And here's the thing for us to remember. God is big enough to concern himself with those little things in your life. I want you to say this with me. God is big enough to concern himself with those little things in my life. Whose life? My life. Yes. Whose? You got to believe this because we're walking around like people without hope half the time. He loves you. He cares for you. And God is big enough. Whatever you're going through, God is big enough. Even for the little things. <laughs> Here's what Jesus tells us in Luke uh, chapter 12, verses 6 to 7. This is the New Living Translation. What is the price of five sparrows? Two copper coins? Yet God does not forget a single one of them. And the very hairs on your head are all numbered. So don't be afraid. You are more valuable to God than a whole flock of sparrows. So God knows every bird in the sky. All the birds on the land. He knows every bird. He knows every hair on your head. He's got them numbered. <laughs> He's aware of the big stuff. But God's also very aware of the small stuff. And nothing is too small for God to care about. Nothing. 
There's a scripture in Mark chapter 10 that Alan's going to share in a minute, but it's a story that you may be familiar with. Jesus was teaching, and when Jesus is teaching, there's always a crowd around, and this time it was a really big crowd of 5,000 men in addition to women and children, and it had gone on all day, and people were getting hungry, and so instead of sending them away, there was a little boy, five small loaves of bread and two fish. He brought it to Jesus. Jesus multiplied that. The entire crowd of thousands and thousands of people got fed, but it shows us that Jesus cares even, even for our hungry stomachs. And there were 12 baskets left over. We have such a big God. Listen to Mark chapter 10. Yeah. This is another story, though. This is yeah. uh, not that okay. story. So, um, one day, some parents brought their children to Jesus so he could touch and bless them. Right. But the disciples scolded the parents for bothering him. When Jesus saw what was happening, he was angry with his disciples. He said to them, let the children come to me. Don't stop them. For the kingdom of God belongs to those who are like these children. I tell you the truth, anyone who doesn't receive the kingdom of God like a child will never enter it. And then he took the children in his arms and placed his hand on their heads and blessed them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was getting my stories confused. <laughs> this is a great one. Where children were disposable back in that culture. You know, today we're like, our kids are, you know, think about everything we pour into everything for kids, all their extracurriculars, all their everything. Well, that's not how it was. And so they were disposable. But here you have their parents who are caring deeply, and they know that they want their child to receive a blessing from Christ. And so they brought him forward, and the disciples are like, no, leave him alone. And he said, no, bring him to me. And then he used that opportunity to say, a childlike faith, the importance of a childlike faith. That means we don't have to have, have it all together. A childlike faith is good because there's some, you know, children just trust, right? When we grow up and we have all this stuff come in, it's, we, we get jaded. Children aren't like that. Childlike faith. Jesus valued children. Jesus values everybody. No one's too little. No one's unimportant. No one's, he created you. He made you. God does not make junk. And he brought you into being. Nothing is too small for Jesus. None of your cares are too small for him. So God cares about the little things in our lives. Even down to the microscopic Inside your body, you have these things called laminins. Say laminin. Yeah. Does anybody use that word this month? Well, it's only three days, four days in the month, so we're good. Maybe you will. I want you to listen carefully because there will be a quiz on this. And I'm quoting. A laminin is a glycoprotein component of connective tissue, basement membrane that promotes cell adhesion. Did you get all to get that? <laughs> Let me put it so I can understand it. Laminins are molecular glue that holds us together. Does that make sense? 
Laminins are molecular glue that hold us together. Now here's the really cool part. It's what a laminin looks like. It's, it's in the shape of a cross. And if you picture the one on the left, that's an actual uh, microscopic, you know, very, very microscopic. If you backed up, you would see those laminins like a whole field of lamina, a whole field of crosses serving as that glue holding us together. It's incredible. So there's somebody named Georgia Purdon. She wrote an article called Laminin and the Cross. Is there a connection? And in this article, she talked about Louis Giglio, who's a pastor, and he actually preached this message about laminin. We were there like a lot of years ago. In fact, some of our church went up to Lancaster and um, Louis Giglio was preaching and Chris Tomlin was singing and it was an incredible night and we heard about this and we've never forgotten it. Here's what she writes. In a sermon, Pastor Louis Giglio asks how we can know that God will hold us together, which he infers from Psalm 33. He states, that's really what we want to know today. And I'll tell you how you can know today that God will always hold you together no matter what. Mr. Giglio then discusses the function of laminin as glue and its structure across in the body. He relates this to Colossians 1.17, which states, He, Christ, is before all things, and in him all things hold together. His argument is basically that God designed laminin, that God designed laminin <laughs> in the shape of a cross and gave it the particular function of glue in the body so that we can know, in his words, the truth that Christ holds all things together. God cares. God cares. Even about the small stuff. Sometimes it's especially about the small stuff. Even down to the microscopic, atomic microscope level. Crosses in our body serving as glue, reminding us that Christ holds all things together, including you and me. We don't have to sweat the small stuff because God does that for us when you really think about it, a whole lot of it's small stuff. <laughs> but we don't have to sweat the big stuff either because God takes care of that too. Nothing's too big. Nothing's too small for God. God cares. God cares. So the shape of laminin in a cross reminds us of this scripture. And if, if you don't know any other scripture in your head, this is the one that we need to commit in our heads, but in our hearts. John three sixteen and 17. For God so loved the world that he gave his one, say it with me, one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Yeah. God loves you. Whether you like it or not, God loves you. You're not going to escape it. And he cares. He cares about the big things in your life. He cares about the little things in your life. He, no glass is too big. No glass too little. God can fill all of them. Just need to ask him. <laughs> it's important to be in 
in conversation with God, in relationship with God. We need to ask Him. Keep that in mind this year as we're focused on, on prayer. You know, we always focus on prayer, but we're, we're especially focused on prayer 2024. Talking to God, listening to God. Don't be afraid to talk to God about what's on your mind. Don't be afraid to ask Him for help with the little things, maybe the big thing. Maybe you have a huge idea. God, what do you want me to do with that? Talk to Him. Don't be afraid to ask for what you need. Don't be afraid to ask God for your heart's desire. Because God can handle it. God's big enough. You can trust Him. You can trust Him with the big things, the little things. He will keep your glass full. All you got to do is ask. Thank you for listening to the message from Connection Community Church. For more information and to find out more about our ministries, you can visit us on our website at justshowup.church. You can also call our church offices at 302-378-7692. Thanks again for listening. Connection Community Church, connecting people with Jesus and the new life he offers.